before this next chat, I just want to flag that long-time listeners of this podcast will remember this next guest who made a memorable cameo in the episode Punk in a Pandemic as the music director for Double J. She does that in real life. She was That person was not an actor. She's a real person. She played herself in that, and her name is Dot Markek. 124. 30. Dot, thank you for coming down to the Sausage Factory. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. How is your... Now, i got to say, it's a bit of a raw deal for you being a vegetarian at a sausage restaurant. Oh, look, I'm totally fine with it. Like, I think there are... I think it's... I think there are other things that more than compensate for um, the... The lack of, yeah, option, lack of food. That's totally, it's totally fine, totally fine. Like I, yeah, I can appreciate. I appreciate other people's enjoyment of the sausages, and you know, having grown up in a family that, you know, was very comfortable with with sausages, and you could say perhaps were connoisseurs of sausages. I, I feel quite at home. Yeah. A family that's comfortable with sausages. What do you mean? Oh well, you know, coming from a uh, from a European migrant background, I think you know, uh, yeah, we're very much uh, you know big fans of uh, sausages. I don't, I don't quite think they made them themselves, but they were, you know, very kind of close to, you know, close to people who who made them and probably you know passed, you know, passed them on. So um, yeah, you know, it's very you know honest kind of uh, peasant food. Don't get me started on uh, the sausage meaning. Uh, we'll be here all night, Dot. Oh, I, I, I know. I've uh, yeah, I've heard that you uh, you've gone deep on uh, sausages in uh, in a previous uh, previous project of yours. Is, um, Dot, let's talk music. Uh, I've I've known you for a long time, uh, worked together in music, but I've never got to ask you where did your passion for music first start? Uh, I think from well, from my parents. Um, my father was pretty pretty musical. I mean, he was you know he was uh, a musician, um, more of a gar- garage musician, like not a professional musician. But, guitar, guitar, uh, guitar, piano. Yeah, they were the, they were the main two. Like to you know jam with you know some some mates in the garage. Um, accordion was his main yeah was his main instrument. So I still proudly own his very heavy kind of hefty accordion with the whole like amazing mother of pearl type you know detail on the like it's yeah it works still it, it works and I'm sure it'd be you know worth worth something yeah that's cool yeah it was you know that I think that was his special special instrument but um yeah so he was a musician mum not um an appreciation appreciator of music so um yeah I think that's kind of Partly from that and partly from just, I think, growing up just kind of glued to 80s radio, I think, just probably having the radio on all the time, I think, in the background. You know, whether I was inside, like with the TV on or the radio on, or outside, like just taking the radio out into the backyard, like, you know, when I was helping Dad in the garden or, you know, helping Mum putting the washing out, I still, you know, kind of insisted on having the radio on and just turning it up really, really loud. So, you know, you kind of like, you know, kind of softens the uh, the blow of getting kind of, you know, roped into those chores as well. So, uh, and then when, when you, when you uh, learnt to drive, if you, if, if you learnt to drive, were you always fiddling with the radio, the car radio? Was that a big thing for you? Radio in the car? 
oh gosh uh, probably not so much I think it was probably or partly that but probably that also that um, kind of transitioning between maybe radio cassettes and then CDs as well it's like you know that big decision like you know do you do you pop a cassette in or you know do you just stay on that radio station or you know and then obviously when you you know you're on those long road trips and you kind of you know then you get out of uh, you know that particular radio frequency and it's like oh no we're losing it we're losing it because it doesn't just cut off you so you get that slow crackle creep in exactly and you know coming from Wollongong as well like you know if you made that big road trip up to Sydney it's like oh no we're losing the Wollongong stations and now we've got the, the, the big bad you know Sydney this is like serious serious music but also exciting right uh yeah yeah in a, in a way yes it was like oh am I, am I ready for this yet but we're not in Kansas anymore definitely not yes Michael yeah it is it is funny when you're driving around and you've got different radio and there's a lot of interesting local radio in Australia like doing you know commercial community every sector yeah ab- absolutely and I just um I you know I kind of wish perhaps I um you know, was exposed to a bit more than that. I mean, you know, just in what I do kind of day to day, I often, you know, tell myself I just wish I had an extra pair of ears, you know, an extra set of ears. You always do, just so you can just listen to as much as possible. Uh, It must be tough as the music director for Double J when you're listening to so much and you're listening critically and then you're programming, there's not always a lot of time to listen for pleasure. Uh, yes, uh, I think that's um, look. That's just. I think that's just a consequence of of the job. And I'm not. I am not saying this in a critical way. I'm not saying this in a kind of a, 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 a you know woe is me kind of way. It's just I'm saying it in a more matter of fact way. I think that's one of the consequences of the job. In that I I rarely listen purely for pleasure these days. And if I do, that music that I do listen to is so far out of the remit of Double J or any music that I would remotely consider as suitable for that kind of audience anyway. So it kind of, yeah, it really, there's a clear delineation. (laughs) So that kind of helps in that way, but yeah. Dot, um, I was hoping you could play a game with me. Sure. The game is called Artist Association. Okay. I'll name an artist and you've got to name their best or your favourite song of theirs that comes to mind straight away. Okay, hit me. You ready to play? Yeah. Nick Cave. Uh, Odeanna. Oh, okay, that was incorrect. The correct answer was red right hands. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, okay, really? I, for me, that's just the most immediate. I don't. I, I might admit because it's kind of very close to my middle name, which is Diana. So that could be um, could have a bit of a vested interest. Fair enough. Fair enough. Actually, we might even have to strike that one from the game. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> start fresh. Start fresh. Okay. Uh, let's go. Blur. Oh, tough one. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay. Um, the Universal. Do you actually know that song? No. Oh. 
it's okay, it's okay. No. When, you know, as soon as you say the universal, you know the separation between the, the true fans and the true fans. That's fine, it's fine. I'm not judging, I'm not judging. Is it go, um... Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, casual. Yeah, no, 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 I'm up, I'm up, tender, I'm up. Okay, um, Björk. Björk? Is it, was it, um, I noticed you said Björk, very good there, no Björk. I just remember, Björk is in jerk. That's what she says, Björk is in jerk. Exactly, exactly. Um, I'd probably go, um, Hyper Ballad. Arcade Fire. Ooh, um, oh, this is a tough one, because it is, um, it's all those ones with, um, like... Which, which record? The Suburbs? Um, no, no, no. Before that? Neon Bible? Neon Bible, yeah. It's, um, Neighbourhood, um, is it Power Out? I think that's the one. I think Power Out, yeah, that one. The National? Oh, tough one. Oh, God. You can say none. That's an actual answer as well. That's a, that's a very spicy take, which... Um, I don't know what you're thinking. If that was hard because you had too many or hard because you didn't have enough? Oh, maybe... Oh, gee. Uh, maybe Blood Buzz Ohio. That's, yeah. I noticed uh, this this week on... Uh, on uh, Henry Wagon's show, he did he did an Ohio special segment. Did you hear this? No, I didn't. No, yeah, he was playing just songs about Ohio with Ohio in the chorus. It's great. So that was what uh, national. Gilead. I don't even think he fit in the national. There was just like yeah, songs about Ohio. Yeah, he just had found you know all these songs about Ohio. Anyway, um, John Farnham. Oh, uh, tough one. Oh, um, actually, um, one. Really. If you, his, he is one of the greatest singers. Voice-wise. All time. Yes, thank you. Yeah. If you hit those notes that he hits. He's got an incredible register and tone and so emotional in his voice. It's an incredible voice, you're right. Yeah. I think, I can't remember if it was that song. It might have been one, but there's a particular song, I think that was a very early song, obviously that was written by Russell Morris. And I think he passed on singing it because he said that he couldn't do it justice. Really? Well, yeah, okay, it's hard to compare Russell and John Farnham, though. I think, was it that way or it could have been the other way around? Oh, okay. So I actually have to strike this. Either way, they're hard to compare. It could have been something that John Farnham wrote and... Russell Morris and ended up singing it but can I just establish that Russell Morris is also one of the greatest Australian singers you think so yes Sweet Sweet Love is amazing absolutely amazing yeah. awesome I have to look it up Dot I'm going to let you get back to your dinner um, thank you so much for coming in